Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, Nick Mercer here. Just before I get started on the podcast, I want to make you all aware that I just started a new merch store for a Concussion Doc. So it has my logo on it, and there's shirts, t-shirts, hoodies, masks, notebooks, mugs, stickers, tons of other stuff. So just go to my T-Public page, which you can get to from ConcussionDoc.com, my stores tab. And if you go to the Podchaser page, the merch tab, my Podchaser page. So please help spread brand new awareness and please support my podcast. I really hope this helps. So thank you very much. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm Mick Mercer. And as always, follow me on social media. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Concussion Talk. My website is concussiontalk.com. And this episode, 133, I'm Dr. Dr. James Van Landingham. I hope I'm saying that correctly, correctly. That's enough pronunciation on the right syllabus. It's a long last name, but uh, um, yeah, <laughs> we're going to actually, I guess actually, first I should just introduce my sponsor. Thank my thank Hedgey Health for sponsoring me. So if I remember this correctly, Hedgey Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada to rely on Hedgehog Health to, to improve communication and optimize, and optimize care. Visit hedgehog.com for more. So that's, I should, I, I have recorded that. I've been doing this a lot on, Zoom, on YouTube, on video now too. I got to kind of say it. And uh, I'm kind of sorry I'm over speech a bit, but. There it is. It's part of the brain injury. And then, but first, so Dr. Van Lanningham, I'm saying that correctly. You're doing and, good, Nick. That's and, exactly. uh, well, welcome to the show. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for having me. Thanks and for having guess, me. Bert, you have a very interesting background, so I'll, we'll get that in a second. But first, I guess, we'll get you a, give a brief overview of the uh, the new treatment you have for concussion you know, in development, the treatment for that you and Odyssey Health have in development for concussion right right well nick thanks for having us today and um yeah i'm the uh, vp of drug development for odyssey health and odyssey health is uh 
got the first drug that's in human trials to try to acutely treat concussion. Uh, we obviously know that um, multiple concussions can lead to long-term consequences, but just a single concussion can result in what's known as post-concussion syndrome. And that's when you're having symptoms uh, 90 days, 90 days post-injury and, and further out for months or years. And, and that's what we're trying to, to be able to treat acutely to really get a hold and reduce the percentage of folks that end up with post-concussion syndrome. When, when you're developing a drug, Nick, um, you know, it's, it ends up being so much more than just does the drug work or does it not? You've got yeah. to obviously give, you believe in the mechanism of the drug, you know, our drugs a neurosteroid, it reduces inflammation, oxidative stress, and, and all these different types of things that are pathologically going wrong in the brain. But then we've got to think about it. We've got to be able to treat this disorder immediately so you don't get all the secondary damage associated with the brain injury. So you can try to yeah. reset, reset that brain earlier so people don't get frustrated and get depression or get frustrated and get anxiety and stuff like that. So by attacking it early, we believe we needed to create a protocol that fit that. Um, and what we did was we, we got the drug and we put it in a spray dried formulation, meaning a powder formulation. Yeah. And we, and we developed our own dual airflow intranasal device. So you actually, the drug goes in the device and if you're conscious, you can blow the drug. So you blow from the mouth through the air through the device up into the nose and that disperses the powder drug deep into the nasal cavity where it can track along the olfactory neuron, the neuron that you use to smell, to sense right. smell, yeah. directly into the brain in minutes and diffuses throughout the brain in less than 30 minutes. So in, in an acute situation, you want something that's going to get there fast and you want it to be something in this case, since there's so many out in the field, head injuries, concussions, whether it be sports or military, uh, whatever, you know, that we know about, uh, we want to be able to be able to deliver it in the field. Well, it's hot outside. We were just talking before the yeah, show yeah, about how hot it is in Florida yeah, right now. Yeah. If I've got a high school kid down the road who's got a concussion and my drug isn't heat stable, this drug's useless. So we know that in the field, treatment in the acute setting is what's going to be needed for this. So by putting it in a spray dried formulation, that spray dried formula is stable at very high temperatures. By putting it in an intranasal device, that's a lightweight device that can be easily carried by an athletic trainer or medic or EMT. Uh, and it uh, can be used to blow, uh, there's a bulb system too, but to blow and get it into the brain very quickly. The other important thing that when you're talking about developing drugs is safety, right? We always, we yeah. all want these commercials in there. Hey, this will help you with diabetes, but it yeah. may do this, 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 yeah. and that, you know, scare the crap out of us, um, is we've got to make sure this drug is safe. And by giving it nasally and having most of it go to the brain, that means that the formula is not going to other parts of the body. So yeah. we have less concern about side effects with this type of delivery mechanism as well. So all that to get around is how does the drug work? The drug works through gene amplification and it stimulates the production of three valuable proteins. One protein reduces inflammation in the brain. The second protein reduces oxidative stress in the brain. 
And the third protein reduces swelling and functions to help clean up cellular debris that is mucking up the damaged cell. So we've got one cell, I mean, one drug working like a cocktail of drugs at multiple pathological levels. We're getting it there fast. It's heat stable, so it's a good field deliverable. And we've gone through phase one and it's been safe and patients. And um, we're moving on now to more of the efficacy studies here in the coming months. Excellent, excellent. So uh, actually, because you're, you're a perfect person to do it, you developed this drug first and then us helped acquire the drug and, and you to manage the research. I read, the, read this all on OzHealth's homepage, your bio. And, right. and uh, also, I'm fascinated by the bio you did. You actually have a PhD in, molecular, in behavioral neuromolecular, molecular neuroscience. That was that right? Yeah, my PhD is in molecular neuroscience. Uh, right, right. And you, and you also worked as a physical therapist and uh, treating treating mostly children and. Uh, and also, you 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 suffered own severe brain injury like I did. I had severe brain injury as well. So, just talk talk just about your just say your your background. How you got into why neuroscience, why PhD, and boom, why physical therapy, and what happened to your brain injury? It's a long long bunch of questions, bam. Well, ironically, I was the proverbial jock in high school, where all I cared about was sports. I yeah. still made, I made fine grades, but I mean, I was really focused on sports and I thought, and, and I, and I give, I give this piece of advice to kids that are in, that are in high school uh, and even in middle school is to create a plan, decide something you think you may be interested in and learn what it's going to take to get to accomplish that. When I was probably a junior in high school, I said, you know what, I'm a sports guy. I'm going to be a physical therapist. And I just sort of, that I'm going to work on people's knees and shoulders. And one day I'm going to be the physical therapist for the Atlanta Falcons. That was my dream. Right. So when I got out of high school, that was my dream. And I'm so not, I, not Tampa Bay or Miami. No, no, no. I don't know why it was the Falcons at the time. But <laughs> anyway, but, and, and that's what I, I was organized to do that. I didn't waste time in college like so many people do. And, and I accomplished that. And when, but by the time I got out of physical therapy school, all I cared about was neuroscience. And one of the reasons was, is before I got in and went through PT school, I had my own brain injury. So I was, uh, I was, oh, down, in, I, I was down in Gainesville, Florida. And, uh, and my older brother just got in med school and a bunch of friends had caravan down there and moved a bunch of his stuff and checked him into his new apartment. And uh, we all went out to dinner and I walked out of a restaurant and there was a, a vagrant, never met man in my life. And he blindsided me and I hit my head on the curb and had three major subdural bleeds. Um, and so I had, uh, yeah, so when I got, you know, it, it was tough. I was in ICU for quite some time and um, was actually put on a neurosteroid uh, that helped keep me from having to have blood shunted off of my brain. Uh, which I still give credit to that neurosteroid, at least in some part, to saving my life. But um, I, I went on from there and I had amnesia for about 18 months. Um, and it's the short-term amnesia that so many people with concussion get. Uh, and you're probably familiar with it too, Nick. You know, where did I put my keys? Or, you know, what did I read 10 minutes ago? So when, when I finally, I, I went back to physical therapy school, I learned a valuable lesson. And I try to tell kids this too, still to this day, 
is if you want to be successful, if you want to separate yourself from the crowd, if you want to move up the ladder, the way I did it, I was forced to because of my brain injury. But it, I kept this quality, which was when everybody else reads it once, you read it twice. If they'll read it once, you commit to reading it twice and you'll separate yourself um, in, in the competitive landscape of, of jobs and careers and stuff like that in, in our country. But um, <clears throat> from there, I went, uh, I went on and worked with brain injured kids. I was in love with brain neuroscience stuff, partly because of what had happened to me. I worked with kids that had brain injury in around the time of birth, a lot of cerebral palsy, a lot of uh, uh, intracranial uh, hemorrhaging in around the time of birth, uh, dealt with developmental delays, worked with the school systems uh, pretty closely. And um, I, I enjoyed that, uh, but I felt like I, I wasn't done. I don't even know how to explain yeah. that. Yeah. And, no. I, yeah, and uh, so I, I applied to go back and get my PhD in molecular neuroscience, was fortunate enough to get paired with a brilliant, wonderful uh, principal investigator, Dr. Kathy Levinson. And we focused most of my PhD work was on micronutrients, which is trace metals. Okay. And looking at the effects of dietary zinc, copper, and dietary iron on neurodegenerative disorders like yeah. Parkinson's and Alzheimer's yeah. disease. But towards the end, in the last, I don't know, year and a half of my PhD, we created a traumatic brain injury model in animals at the research facility at, at Florida State. And we got our first paper published together uh, on, uh, off of that injury model. And I parlayed that into uh, a postdoc at Emory in Atlanta in neurobehavioral and emergency medicine and got involved in clinical trials for severe brain injury using intravenous progesterone. Uh, and that was really just to save folks' lives, kind of like us when we had our severe and we may have got on the steroid. Progesterone was a neurosteroid that we had done a lot of animal work with uh, to show that it was neuroprotective. So, um, so I worked on that for a while and then came back and started working with a med school here at FSU in Tallahassee and started developing my own drugs. And, and one of those drugs is the drug that is now entering, a soon enter phase two trials with Odyssey Health. Wow, so you, that's you. It's even more interesting than your your bio. You should update your bio on the on the homepage, Jack, because that's just <laughs> fascinating stuff. But uh, other bios fascinating anyway. But yeah, you yeah, keep short. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So, so you're talking about neurosteroids and progesterone. So, is this neuros? I know there's neurosteroid in the in the drugs and development. Um, is there is that at home as well, or is that or is that, like basically? Define what is neurosteroid? Right, so that's a good question. I mean, a lot of people want vitamin D is a neurosteroid. So anytime yeah. you have, a, if you have something that has a, in simple terms, a cholesterol backbone, you can build carbons off of that cholesterol backbone and create what is known as a, as a steroid. Yeah. If it has a, an effect and it's found within the nervous system, it's then a neurosteroid. So vitamin D, we know that's in our bodies and our bones, but once yeah. vitamin D is also available to the brain, within the brain, vitamin D then functions as a neurosteroid. We know progesterone and helping with fertility and maintaining pregnancy, that that's a systemic hormone for, for you know, having a child, right, for developing yeah. a fetus. Yeah. Progesterone also is available to the brain, and at that point, it's classified as a neurosteroid. 
So the key to neurosteroids and what makes neurosteroids a viable treatment option in general for any brain disorder is that they are lipophilic, lipophilic. Lipo, love fat. Right. That means they love fat. Yeah. So the brain is mainly fat, right? There's a lot yeah. of membrane in the brain. So the brain being fat loves other fat. So if your drug is fat loving, it's going to it's going to easily get into the brain and have an effect. But we could give our drug any way you wanted to, and some of it would get to the brain, but still targeting it, targeting it to the brain through breath propulsion and using the, your sense of smell to drive the drug into the brain is still important for getting most of it there. Instead of having that drug go through the liver, if you give it orally or IV and getting degraded in the liver and losing yeah. a lot of the drug, yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. potency goes down if you give it any other way but by yeah. way of the nose. Yeah, like a pill or like an injection. Right, right. Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so as I said, I read this also in, on your, in, in the bio there that you also did a lot of research into uh, enantiomers. So mm-hmm. you... Explain what those are, people. I, I, I was like, I look, 
looked up myself, but I also right. Well, now it's 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 great. It's a great question, uh, and not to get into too much of the complexity of organic chemistry. Yeah. Or organic meaning we're dealing with a bunch of carbons and and yeah. living stuff, but <clears throat> I did organic chemistry. Right, and enantiomer is the mirror image, right? So I have a right hand and I have a left hand. They're yeah. the mirror image of each other. Yeah. But my right hand can do things the way it's chirally or the way it's organized with the fingers okay. different than my left. They do a lot of similar things. The fingers yeah. are the same, but the but thumbs are pointing in different directions. It's a, it ends up being a major difference. Yeah. That ends up being a, a not a major difference, but a difference. So what is the what is going to happen with one doesn't necessarily happen at the same rate with the other. Yeah. So we have a, an, an enantiomer of, of 19 norprogesterone. So we have the mirror image. So if this is 19 norprogesterone. We've created the mirror image. And what that has allowed us to do is a couple of things. It's still effective, like I said, as a nerve protector. But with the thumb pointing this way, it's going to interact with things less that may cause side effects, such as infertility or clotting, that this would have. So we created by doing the mirror image a safer molecule. The other thing is, this is your natural one. This is the natural enantiomer. Yeah. This is the its counterpart that we've got here. <laughs> this natural one, the body's got things to break it down real quick, yeah. right? It's used to it. It's got to metabolize it quicker. This yeah. one's a little different. It takes longer to break it down. And so it has a longer half-life. It stays in your body longer, having a longer therapeutic effect. So that's, that's like why if you have it orally or you say in pill form or by inject it, it would be kicked up. It would still live, it would stay in your body longer, correct? Yeah. Oh, great. That's so, so you, you've even done that for your discharge, didn't you? You said you just created your drug when you're at Emory or did you, were you saw patients, did you saw me for this drug that's now a drug, it's, I would say, is now development, but the drug that you created. So the drug, the drug that I, that we've got here is a new yeah. chemical entity. Uh, it was, I created this drug and it was, the asset was acquired by Odyssey Health and Odyssey brought me on to continue to develop it. Yes. Um, the, this this drug has never been made before, but it has the the characteristics of a neurosteroid, and it's been through all the molecular and behavioral testing to suggest that it is it has superior qualities, specifically with cellular debris cleanup and as an antioxidant compared to other neurosteroids uh, effects in the brain. So when when you saw me for this, just in your clinical practice as a physical therapist, uh, or or as a or as a doing your Emory, your postdoc Emory? To be honest with you, I saw I saw a need for this for a, a couple of reasons. Um, one was I was seeing patients that had had concussions, about twenty percent of them that were having developing post concussion syndrome at an even higher rate than I was seeing what I would classify as post-concussion center, some of those symptoms in, in people who had more severe brain injuries. So the miserable minority of mild or concussion brain injury uh, and post-concussion syndrome is so long lasting that I felt like if we could treat acutely that we could try to stave or prevent that from happening. 
but there was a problem. And there, it's a big problem between severe brain injury and, and mild concussion. Severe, you're trying to save somebody's life. You're yeah. not typically trying to save somebody's life that's had a concussion, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to create a, a, a treatment method is a little bit different. When trying to save somebody's life, you're trying to dump as much drug, no matter how harmful it is, to save their lives in the first few days. But concussion needed to be managed for 14 days, 10 to 14 days, because symptoms tend to wax and wane. So I had to create a safer drug molecule, safer molecule. And that's why I created the enantiomer, because I knew that it would have less side effects. And that's the reasoning behind it. Oh, yeah. And so, and so when you were, because I know when I'm talking to people that have concussion, which I just used to do, obviously do a lot in this podcast, I've noticed some similarities, not like, as you, as you also have a severe injury that I did. So, do you, do you, have you noticed that there's like a similarities or differences between, let's say, someone says, someone, Who's had a concussion? Someone's had a severe brain injury. What are the do you find different symptoms are yes. completely different, or do you find they're just very much the same? Just the holidays. a lot of it's a lot of it's the same. A lot of it's the same. I'll say the, the two major things that I see, no matter the no matter what degree of the injury, and this is in the portion of mild brain injuries, portion of concussions that don't get better, that, that develop post-concussion syndrome at 90 days out, that don't get better early. Yeah. Um, is one is energy, the brain energy level. In other words, you can still think, you can still function for an hour or two, but after that, your thinking ability, your processing speed is significantly decreased and your symptoms exacerbate. So yeah. when you, you didn't have a headache, but two hours, two hours of doing this, you do. Where two hours of writing, you got to quit. You can't even think anymore. Your brain is just mush versus you used to get to work eight straight hours. So the, the brain's function peters out with regards to thinking and, and thought processing quicker after a brain injury. And then the second thing that I see a lot of is for folks that aren't getting better and are developing post-concussion syndrome or, or folks that have more severe brain injury and are, are still working through the rehab is a lot of visual vestibular problems, a lot of problems with eye tracking. Uh, and, and when you're having problems with eye tracking, you're gonna get headaches, you're gonna get dizzy, but you're also gonna not process as much of what you're gonna, of what you're doing. In other words, if my eyes can't track from left to right when I'm reading something, I'm not digesting well what I'm reading and I'm rereading. So you see a lot of this, oh, what did I just reread? And people having to redo stuff. So the ability to cognitively function is deficient because of the repetitiveness needed uh, due to the visual vestibular component of the injury. Right. And uh, I was gonna I think about the, the drug, this Health, you came on the, this to this company right after you created the the prototype of the drug, I guess. Um, so, so how how far are you along in this? And also, also, uh, I'll ask that first. How far along are you in this drug development? So, right now, we've enrolled. We we've we've gone through the enrollment of forty patients, and all forty patients have been given the drug either once at a low concentration or once at a high, or for multiple consecutive days at low or high doses. And none of those patients have had any 
side effects or any significant issues with the drug. So we've confirmed the safety of the drug at these different concentrations. Now we are moving in to the, to, to the part that determines how well the drug is working. And what, what that will look like at first will be, we give this drug for 10 straight days. These individuals who've had a concussion that got the drug versus placebo, which is just a formula without the drug. The ones that got the drug will report less severe symptoms. And then we will look at 90 days out and we will compare and say that the ones that got the drug had a less percentage of post-concussion syndrome diagnoses. Right. Okay. And uh, so you're saying that those the post-concussion stuff, I saw an interview with you, you do with Brett Farb on a TV show. And uh, they're saying, though, He's had, I see, he's had multiple concussions, but it's people, and like I've had with severe brain injury, people have had, who have had concussions in the past, in like, you know, a few, few months or even like longer. They, they're, they're not, this is, this is for acute drug, acute concussions, this is for treatment right away, right? Not for, this is not for people who have brain injury or had concussions or currently have a, that's correct. This is a this is to stop it going forward. This is to make it better going forward in the acute phase. The goal is to get this drug within six hours of the injury. That's the goal. Okay. And to be able to manage with this drug with two treatments a day for 10 straight days. And that is the, the goal of that is to reduce the number of people that end up having long-term consequences from the injury and also to be able to get folks back to work and back to school, back to play faster and safer. But yeah, so if you take Brett Favre and, and Brett's had multiple concussions, this is not a drug that's gonna prevent him from yeah. developing Alzheimer's disease or CTE or yeah. any form of dementia. That is not what this goal, the goal of this drug is. Now there are, there are some other drugs that are out there that are, are trying to look into stuff like that. Um, but not that's not what this is focused on. Well, that, that's, important, that's important for people to realize that there is like a, hopefully a treatment for right, for immediacy for this acute phase of a after concussion. But if you're past the acute phase, I suggest you just get into so get in the hospital again, see a doctor if you can. And physiology, physical therapy, I think it's great. And there's lots of other humans and just sort of any on your symptoms, I guess. But uh, also, um, so I just want to thank you so much for being doing this podcast. And if you had anything else to add about either drug or or the company or yourself that you'd like to, to talk about, please let me know. I, I, Nick, I appreciate you letting us let's, letting us talk today. I, I think that the company, our, our stock, our ticker symbol is ODYY, if anybody's interested in um you know, playing with it in the market and, and encouraging, um, promoting a need for a solution for concussion, I think is key. That's the messaging that that we all try to do is, why do we just sit and wait? Why do we go late, just lay down and, and hope we get better? We know up to 30% of people still have problems 90 days later. You know, it, it baffles me, you know, there, there's people out there that think, oh, well, concussion, it'll just get better. They all just get better. Yeah. There's no reason for treatment. You know, and, and, and that's not true, but even if it were, you know, 
I've got a sinus, you know, I got a cold, you know, yeah. it's going to get better, but I'm still going to go take Sudafed or Dayquil to handle the symptoms while I'm waiting for it to get better. So, so to me that, you know, those types of arguments fall flat, but you know, I just think it's time for a treatment solution. You know, you get all this, you know, all the money goes into helmets, you know, people know that they're still going to get concussions, even if they got a helmet on, your brain's going to slosh yeah. around inside your skull. Um, oh, yeah. And there's just no way to prevent it. And um, my real passion, and I think, you know, Brett Farr's real passion is to help the military. Um, we've got a great military board. Uh, Fran Baudette, uh, Paul Tulin, uh, Tim Shemansky, Jim Linder. These guys have been leaders of SOCOM, uh, former head of Navy SEALs. And they, they've seen it. They care about it. And, and I think that's what's important about Odyssey's team is, Everybody on the team has been affected by it uh, at, at some level. And you know what? That's not surprising because there's just a ton of it. You know, there's yeah. a ton of it. And, uh, you know, and it, it's, it's going to happen. I mean, it's, it's just we need a treatment out there for it. So I'm, I'm going to work until my time is, is done on this earth uh, well, to find, find I a I wish you all the best. And that, does that, that sound like it's as you I feel it's a, for the cause, obviously, and uh, best of luck to you. And uh, can anyone reach, find, well, I guess we'll find, say, the Aussie or your own website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Odyssey Health Inc. So odysseyhealthinc.com. It's a good okay. website. Uh, there's a place to ask questions on there. I get questions all the time, and I, and I try to answer them as quick as I can. So. Go on there, check out the website. So it's a real good website. We actually just updated it. Easy to navigate. Cool stuff. It is. And I actually and read the bottoms of it. There's all their all their uh, social media. So there's there's uh, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and um anything else social media. Anyway, it's on the bottom of the page there. And there's Dr. Van Lenningham's bio if you go to the management. The meet the team management. You find out more about, and as you meet the team, sports advisory, military advisory, board directors, like there's lots of people to meet and a big team. So, again, thank you so much. And I really hope to, to wish you all the best in your career development and your career out there. So, thank you so much. Appreciate you, Nick. Take care, buddy. Thank See you. you. See you. Bye. Thanks, Nick. Thanks. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.